it at the moment. I think we... Okay, we're going to try for Nkolisi. Hi, are you there? Hello, hello. Oh, hi, how are you? Um, I'm wonderful. I'm good, okay. good, excellent. Sorry, we've been battling to get through to you, but lovely that you were able to join us. And uh, lovely that you've got a book fair coming up in Nelson Mandela Bay, coming up 14th to the 16th. It's happening at the Opera House. What's it all about? What's your focus? Well, thanks, thanks for the chance, the opportunity to come uh, SES and talk to the listeners. Mm. It's, uh, it's, it's quite a nice event here, which involves books, involves writers, involves everything to do with the uh, questions that normally and usually arise uh, regarding books and your royalties and all those uh, difficult questions to, to talk about. Okay. So we're trying to delve into that in, during this book play. Okay, so you've got a, in fact, I know that you've got a whole lot of uh, writers because you yourself are a writer, you're going to be there. And later on, we're going to be speaking to Nsiki Mazwai. She's, uh, she's also a writer, isn't she? And she's going to be there too. So is it, will, it, will there be a display of books? Will people be talking about their books? There will be a display of books. Uh, there will be a book launches. In fact, Nsiki Mazwai is going gonna, is gonna to also launch, uh, I think, a new anthology of poems. Uh, the wonderful as well that Tolela uh, Manu uh, is going to uh, launch uh, the Bayekla from Biko. There is a book for Don Matera. Quite a, quite a number of people in the circle. The Bolotin will be there. So we're, we're quite excited about this. And it's going to bring a lot of interest, you know, generating so much interest for writing and for books, more especially in our province, which is in large. Yes, uh, absolutely. It, absolutely. Is it a first then for Nelson Mandela Bay? Actually, it's the second installment. Okay. Uh, the first one we had at the uh, Red Location Museum last year, and it was the same time. So we, we, slowly, slowly, uh, we're moving along in terms of this, you know, this uh, revival and this regeneration of folks uh, into, the, in, in, into, the, into public life. Is it also, I mean, it's a, it's a concentration very much on writers from the area. I mean, are you putting writers from the area on the map as well? That's really, that's of critical importance mm. because in many ways, you know, like with the new dispensation, you know, without things that turned out, you know, like currently, you know, some people are finding themselves, you know, on the outskirts, on the margin, yeah. you know. So, like, more special, I mean, there's this talk of rural areas not being given enough attention, you know. So we've got a lot of writers, I mean, it's a thing, I mean, predominantly a rural province. So there's so many writers, you know, are writing, you know, like uh, quite uh, stories with a uh, local uh, resonance, you know, uh, local stories. We are trying to bring these, you know, into into the mainstream through this through this book fair. But as well, we are not uh, putting out as well ourselves, you know, the writers from Mother Girls. A lot of people have done so many beautiful things, you know, yeah. they have written so brilliantly about uh, the life in South Africa. So we are trying to bring the roots in so that you can learn from each other's experiences. Yes, absolutely. So it'll be, it'll be a, a real hot one for writers, but also hopefully it'll be a way of growing readers. You mentioned you were hoping to bring young people in there, because, you know, without the, without, the writers, without the readers, a writer might as well hang up their hat. So are you putting out a call for potential readers to come through? Well, having uh, the, the first year in the books of the books uh, before King, it's a, a really, it's a, it's a journey, it's a journey day, you know. Uh, the focus is on uh, uh, scholars, on learners in local schools, you know. We're inviting them to come, and they were excited with the, with the response. I think there will be 
so many of them there, and they and they are gonna have it. Uh, I mean, they are gonna learn so much, you know. But especially, you know, with this uh, this erosion in, in in literacy, you know, and this uh, sort of uh, disinterest, you know, in in, in books. So targeting young uh, people in that regard is is very, very important. Well, it sounds really exciting, and I really hope it goes very, very well and goes from strength to strength. It seems like you've started something that's not going to go away quickly. Nicole, you see, if anybody would like to know more, um, what's the best way? Can I give out your cell number? How can people find out more? Please, Nancy. uh, My number uh, is 072-424-6896. Okay, let me repeat that. Well, very best of luck. And have a wonderful time. Thank you. Take Thanks care. Cheers. Cheers. Mm-hmm. Yes, well. well, if you would like to find out a little bit more, that's the Mandela Bay Book Fair. It's happening at the Opera House in PE from the 14th to the 16th of March. That's next um, next week. Yep, that's around uh, about Thursday. No, got my dates all mixed up. But anyway, there you go. I'm going to give out his number once again. It's 072 424 6896-072-424-6896. In fact, yes, it is next Thursday. It's next Thursday through to Saturday. So if you're in that area, do get yourself along there. It sounds super. This is SAFM. Yes, all sorts of fertile things happening down there in Nelson Mandela Bay with their very own book fair. But all sorts of uh, fertile things happen on the back of newspapers together with the crossword puzzle. Well, I'm not sure if you're a crossword puzzle sort of a person, but uh, here on Word of Mouth, we thought we would have a little bit of a play session and look at word play. Um, So we have in our Johannesburg studio and... Okay, sorry, we, we're going to get to that in just a minute. That's uh, Anina Roo. She is our uh, she's our crossword puzzle compiler. But before we do that, let's see how the wheels are turning at the uh, Pick and Pay August Cycle Tour. We've got Johnny on the line. Hi there. Hi, Johnny. Hi. Hi there. Tell us all. Come on. Well, let's give the report. It's the elite men's event of this year is the world's largest individually timed bike race with 35,000 entrants the Cape Argus second place cycle tour. Witnessed one of the most nail-biting finishes in history. A lone Belgian escapee with four bikes with inside of a line with South Africa's Herman Fischer just getting his wheel across the line in 2.35.55 seconds ahead of the 2011 champion. On a day while the third place was filled by Fischer's teammate Christoph van Jürgen. Women's event slightly dampened by a crash, which left the British national champion Sharon Laws with a broken shoulder and ribs afforded the number of wins record holders, standing on six currently unreared schoolmen with an amazing seventh success in this event. This time in two hours 52 53, leading home Cherise Taylor and Jenny Stenerhager. Now the fact that's really amazing. Approximately 19,000 riders are in at this time, 16,000 still to come. Johnny Kunfoy, SAFM Sport on the Cape Argus Second Bay Cycle Tour. Lovely. Thanks very much, Johnny. Well, we got him in the end. Yes, absolutely. That nail-biting finish, uh, the men's finish, was really quite something. It's just all been something. I think Cape Town's really put on a fantastic event. And you don't forget, going to be hearing a, a wrap of the event this afternoon on SFM Sports Special with Nicholas Bauer. So do stay tuned for that. But right here on SFM Literature, it's time for us uh, for our word of mouth feature, which is usually when we look at, you know, things like word analysis, structure, form, etc. But this time we thought we'd have a look at word play. And we have in our Joburg studio Anina Rue of Crosswords, as in X words. Got her there. Hi, Anina. Hello, Nancy. Lovely to have you with us. And you've brought along your friend, friend Estelle Swart. Yes, she's uh, actually one of the co 
compilers. Okay. Hi, Estelle. Hi, Nancy. Nice to have you with us. Thanks. Uh, in fact, Janina, I think you've got not just Estelle, I think you've got a whole, a whole phalanx of uh, crossword puzzle compilers. How many have you got? Uh, in total, with me, we have seven people. How, why do you, why so many? I mean, how many people does it take to produce a crossword puzzle? <laughs> <laughs> many crosswords. Yes, yes. How many crosswords? Let's, let's get to the nuts and bolts here. How many people are you producing crossword puzzles for? Oh, there's quite a lot. Well, a lot of publications, newspapers, magazines, mm-hmm. um, Heat Magazine, Sari, Rapport, Daily Sun. Okay. Uh, some are daily, some are weekly, some are monthly, some are fortnightly. So uh, there's even uh, like the AA's magazines uh, puzzles. We do that as well. And that's every three months. Mm. A lot of customer mm. magazines. Um, yeah. yeah, that's a lot of magazines. I'm thinking already. I'm thinking daily, monthly, fortnightly. Do they ha- are they different? If a daily, does it have to be quick and easy, and a monthly perhaps a little bit more ponderous? I mean, do you does it make a difference how f- their frequency? It depends on who the readers are. Mm. So you, with that in mind, we compile it, and each puzzle is exclusively uh, compiled for that publication and that publication's readers. So um, if yeah. it's too easy, they com- the readers complain, and if it's too difficult, the readers complain. So Do we try to get like the middle row of the vote. Sure, vote. yeah, I, I bet they complain. I remember I used to work for a publication... Um, and I remember somebody made a, a mistake in the crossword oh. puzzle and we were inundated with people <laughs> complaining. It was Fair Lady magazine, in fact. It was very funny. But you talk about um, Heat magazine, Sari magazine, the AA, all very different t- types of readers. So do you have to sort of target your your wording, your, your type of clues to suit that particular target audience? Very much so, yes. If you compile a crossword for, say, home magazine who is decor, food orientated, you would work those words into the puzzle. I mean, that, that, those are the topics that the reader is interested in, and that's why our crosswords are normally so popular, because we tailor-made them for yeah. every publication. Sounds like a nightmare. Well, it doesn't sound like a nightmare. It <laughs> sounds like a lot of homework, because you would need to, you know, um, I don't know, a three-letter word meaning a paint manufacturer or something, or plastic or maybe oh. seven letters. <laughs> but would you, you, you would then have to look into, um, into the vocabulary that those sort of people are interested in. Yes, but if, if, if it's something like Plascon, then yeah. they must be a, a sponsor, yeah. otherwise Never you can't name. put them in. Oh. So no brand names allowed. <laughs> no, unless it's a sponsor that, that wants it and they pay the magazine to have it in. Okay, so then you might use something like dragging or, or some or other sort of paint effect terminology yeah, or something like that. Techniques or whatever, but Estelle and I both have a magazine background. Okay. So we understand deadlines, which is, if you worked for a magazine, you'll understand that yeah. as well. Mm-hmm. So we're never ever late. We also have our puzzles subbed at by one of the other compilers. One will compile and the other one will sub it and the third one will put it in the format that the magazine wants it. So when it gets to the magazine, there's no mistakes and they don't have to do anything to the puzzle so that mistakes can come in. Um, Heat magazine, would that be then quite sort of heavily peopled? I mean, if you're not allowed brand names, are you allowed definitely, people's yes, names? Definitely, Kim Kardashian. I mean, I didn't know who she was until I started compiling Heat puzzles. <laughs> now I know the whole family. <laughs> yes, yes, you do. And I bet you know how to spell it. The big difference, I suppose, in crossword, well, the big sort of leveler, the men from the boys or the wheat from the chaff with, with crossword puzzles is cryptic versus... 
um, what do you call non-cryptic yes, That's just a straightforward puzzle. Yes, mm. yes. Now, is there a, there must be, let, let's start with the straightforward. So that's just a matter of adding up the number of blocks and thinking, okay, what do I need to fill in here? Okay, that's also the oldest puzzle that's, that you find. Okay. And the British use that, but not the Americans. They have another format. But um, what... What do you start with? You, you, you choose a grit, for, first of all, that you want to use. Okay. Okay. Normally the magazine supplies the space they have available. Yeah. So then we start off with the sizing as supplied. Okay, what's the typical size of a crossword puzzle? Is there such a thing? Yeah, for a newspaper it's a 13 by 13 and uh, some use a 15 by 15. That's 13 by 13 blocks or 15 by 15 blocks. Okay, and then are they randomly, are the little blocky sort of then randomly put together? But no, 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 no. Uh, it works like a, like a mirror image, the top and the bottom part of, of the grid. Which makes it even more difficult, so you need to find words to fit into the mirror image. Yes, yes, you've got to be a mathematician, <laughs> never mind a, a wordsmith. Um, so 13 by 13 or 15 by 15, um, and you know, you mentioned there that the British use it, not the Americans. Goodness me, it becomes more complicated by the minute. Do you, do you, what is the British way and what is the American way? Uh, the British way is what you see in newspapers here as well. They, it is the, 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 where the black blocks are like a, um, a mirror image, and uh, every letter, every second letter, is, is crossed by another word's letters. Mm. While the American one, there's no letters that doesn't cross another one. So uh, it's quite a difficult one to compile. It's very, very difficult to work out how that f- fits together. And what do we espouse here in South Africa? The American way or the British way or both? No, British. British and, and the arrow word, which is very uh, popular in South Africa, the, like the one you'd find in, say, You magazine. Okay. Where the, the clues are in the blocks, not, not outside like in Fair Ladies. Okay. So that's, that seems oh, to be yes, very popular yes, in, yes. In, in South Africa. And, yeah. and a lot of them have, have photographs in as well. Okay, so you have to sort of follow those arrows or follow the, mm. the pictures and then fill it in. That's right. So do you do those as well? Do you do a whole yes. range of different word type puzzles? Oh, yes. And, um, and word searches and sudokus and... Targets. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You must go to bed at night with your head sort of buzzing with all these... With joy. Yeah, Because really? it's such fun <laughs> to compile these. <laughs> I, I sometimes dream words. <laughs> yes, I bet you do. I want to get on to cryptic ones in a minute because um, I think that's a whole big chudunter in itself. But what about... What, does anybody know anything about the history of the crossword puzzle? Who first dreamt them up? Um, the first one that was published was around about 1914 oh, or 1916. And uh, apparently in the, in the factory where they printed the newspaper, they called it uh, crossword, they called it word cross. And the, the, the printers swapped the word around and then it stuck, the name crossword. But it was around about there, and, and, but the rules have changed a lot in the meantime. There's very strict rules of what you're allowed to do and what you're not allowed to do when you compile the puzzle. Hmm. So over the years, they've built up these rules for it. So um, so what country did it, I'm thinking 1914, 1916, that was around about the First World War, wasn't it? Yes. A, they, they actually used puzzles to send messages in the war. Hmm. So was it a sort of code? Yes. 
they, they were using a crossword puzzle to send messages between British and, and the British sent to their, their, their um, people in the field. Hmm. Gosh, it gets uh, more interesting and more, more <laughs> interesting now. Cryptic crossword puzzles. Um, Estelle, just talk us through those because there are levels... Not, not for the faint-hearted. Not for the faint-hearted, <laughs> not for the fr easily frustrated. I'm, I don't compile cryptic because mm. I've, I've never been able to. I, I sub a, a weekly one. Our other colleague, Albrecht Grobler in, in Bloemfontein, he does the uh, one for rapport, the cryptic one. And Anina, before Obi did that, Anina was the compiler of that crossword. But um, you have to ask Anina about this. I'm, I'm definitely not there yet. Mm. <laughs> yeah, Anina, cryptic crosswords, where do you even begin? Because it's all, it's, it's Greek, you know, it's like reading a sort of code in, in a way. How, do you, how okay. do you start? When you compile it, it's exactly the same way as the other ones. The, the, the um, uh, catch for it is in the, in the clue. Mm. And each clue in a crossword puzzle gives the answer twice. And, but you've got to learn what the different messages is that you can pick up there. Like um, if the word start is in the clue, then you know that the letters, the next letters after that, that the word start with is the um, answer to it. But then it will also have a synonym at the end to say what, what you know, so there's two clues in it. In, 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 a, in a clue mm. for a specific word. You're losing me. Okay. <laughs> have, you, have you got one with you? Have you got a crossword in front of you? Um, no. no, no. no. Okay. Can you think of an if, example? If, it was a, if, the, if the answer was, say, the word spoon, mm -hmm. the, um, the, cross, the, the, the puzzle would be like uh, something uh, Sally starts, and then starts would, would give you the clue that it's the first letter of every word that follows after that. Okay. You'll have to use the first letter, and that'll spell the word for you. So it would be, spoon would then be something like um, sugar. It could be any word. It doesn't even have to make sense. It could be Sally starts, and then sugar, porridge, onion, and, uh, and, oh, that would and be S-P-O-O-N. It would be four words in a, in a row starting with those four letters. And that, oh, that would be the clue, and the, and the answer would be spoon. But if you don't know the rules, if you yeah. don't know that starts, says that it, it is the first letter of every word, you'll never be able to to, 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 to figure it out. But that's, that's one rule. That's I mean, there are... There are spoonerisms, there are... Anagrams are the easiest ones. Uh, anagrams are dead easy because mm -hmm. you just sort of put mm -hmm. them in a circle and you yes. can yes. find a little way of mm -hmm. reorganizing re, um, re yeah. them. Yes. But yes. sometimes the answer is hidden in another word, in the middle of the word. Then you will say, in the heart of, and then you write a clue. Is there somewhere where these rules are written down? Oh, you can, you can Google them on the, on the internet. They're oh, really? They're easily yeah. found on the internet, yes. So there's and only X amount of rules and you abide by them yes. with each and every crossword. Yes, yes, yes absolutely. Yes. And, that, and that goes for uh, that here and in England. They, they, the British use the same They, they do the, mm. the, uh, the, the um, cryptics, but mm. each compiler has its own style. So people who fill it in quickly pick up the different styles. 
Okay, so one rule, but there may be, I mean, let's say the Sally Starts rule, the, mm. you know, the letters all beginning with, mm. uh, all, all those words beginning with the letter added up make the word. Um, that would be one person's, uh, that one rule, yeah. but yeah. other people, might, different compilers would use it differently. The indicator there could also be in the beginning. It means the same as start. So that gives you the clue that it's the first letter. Okay. So okay. it doesn't have to be the word start. It could be any word or phrase that means in the beginning, starting, or, or, or first. first, or anything meaning yeah. that, any, yeah. any synonyms to that. I'm thinking there'll be some people who are nodding their heads and some people who are <laughs> shaking their heads in that disbelief because it all sounds like another language. I just want to get on to language because I think there at Crosswords, which is your business, Anina, you do puzzles in English and Afrikaans. But what about other languages here in South Africa? I mean, we've got a whole host of African languages. Is anybody compiling African language crosswords? Not yet. It's on our list of things that we want to do. Okay. But every time we look at the magazine, there's just one, the Zulu one in, in Natal, because Zulu Natal is just closed. Yes. So, yeah, we do for Daily Sun, That's but, but that's English. Okay. Mm. Okay, so there's a whole big area of possibility there. Yes, Definitely. if there's a publication. Mm. Yeah. Mm. yeah. It needs to be published somewhere. At what point do people start doing crossword puzzles? Because, I mean, as I say, it's, it's another language, it's another, it's almost like a culture. Is it something that you have to start when you're very young so not you know the rules or what? Not necessarily. I think it's, it's, it's a bit of an addiction. Once you start, you don't stop. But I started compiling, uh, 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 completing crosswords when I was in, I think, standard six or seven, grade, grade eight or nine. And I couldn't, I couldn't read a magazine or page through a magazine without, and, and, and when I saw a crossword, I had to f complete at least one word. Mm -hmm. It was like a rule in my head. I couldn't, I couldn't page pass that. So that it started off as an addiction, but I think it's just something, you, you're either a wordy person or you're not. Yeah. My name's Estelle and I'm a crossword puzzle. And <laughs> lovely. Stay with us. We're talking about crossword puzzles here on SFM Literature. It's time once more for the 7th Annual South African Film and Television Awards. And this year, the SABC has garnered a whopping 20 nominations across a range of non-fiction categories. From factual to magazine, music, variety and lifestyle, talk shows and reality. For the likes of The Dr. Mall Show, Jen Ali Crew vs. Crew, Mutlako and Afrocafe. The hit shows just keep on coming. Tune in to the live broadcast on the 16th of March, only on SABC3. The 2013 Softers, brought to you by the SABC, official broadcaster of award-winning content. Listen up for Shop Shop Children's Program on SAFM with Leon Fisser, starting the 11th of March at 10 minutes to 2 weekdays. And this is SAFM Literature here on SAFM, talking about uh, crossword puzzles with Anina Rue and Estelle Swatch. Um, Anina, uh, black and white, I mean, that's sort of traditionally what a crossword puzzle looks like with sort of, you know, black and white boxes one way or another. Do you see things changing? Are there new trends, developments in the crossword puzzle world? No, those people are very traditional. We, mm. we, we try, sometimes a magazine or newspaper wants like four or six or ten pages with, with um, games, word games. And then we try all kinds of new things. You know, we will have a 
Christmas tree when it's Christmas time and, and the crossword is hidden in the Christmas tree. But um, people, the, the people who fill it in, they like the traditional mm, yeah, ones. It, yeah. Yeah. It's not it, about the look of it, it's about the words. Yeah. <laughs> it's also, you, you know, you do, it feels sort of old-fashioned. I suppose 1914 when they first came out, it feels like a sort of old traditional thing. But are they increasing in popularity or, or lessening? I mean, you guys sound to be very busy. Is there less demand or more demand? I don't know. It's, it it's quite stable. Mm-hmm. We, we find that it depends so much on the editor. If he likes it or she likes it, puzzles, she will mm-hmm. make space for it. Yeah. But there's people who never, ever fill it in, and they, the editors and they actually get rid of us. So yeah. this mm-hmm. happens. Yeah. And also with magazines, I mean, space is at a premium. A, a page is it costs a lot of money, so... They t- it's like research and it's one of the first things to go if they don't have the space. But they very quickly reminded when the readers start to complain. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they normally put it back. You but know, like so many... Sorry, Anya? Yeah? I just want to tell you what happened once. We, we were doing a Sudoku for Build's uh, financial pages, which is daily, there's six Sudokus a week. And uh, they decided they wanted to cut costs, so they fired us and they went and bought their own program to compile it. Within four or five days, the editor of that soccer field in Twinter, he phoned me and he said, can I have one this afternoon at four o'clock? And I said, why? What's going on? And he said, I bought uh, that program. I'm going to throw it now in the dustbin. I'm going to jump on it. And you are now (laughs) going to do it again. I thought thought he might come back later because... uh, you, it, uh, Sudoku should only have one solution and uh, the moment there's more than one solution the people found in <laughs> well there's a story the, and the last quickly it's not really a quick question but I mean as, as with everything else that's in print it eventually gets online can you do crossword puzzles online? Ooh, yes yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay we are developing our new web page at the moment and we're going to have ones that you can fill in online and we're going to sell puzzles online too. Mm-hmm. There's so many people who left the country. Oh, there's a huge demand for Afrikaans puzzles, especially, because oh. there are a lot of people, Afrikaans-speaking people in Australia and England, well, all over the world, and they don't have their Afrikaans heisgenoot or whatever it was every week that they bought to, to, to complete a crossword. So that for those people, it would be ideal. They could buy it on the internet, download it, and and, and print it. Well, there you go. You better give us your website then immediately. It's what is it? www.xword.co.za, and then people can always also go to our Facebook page. Which is which is Xword. Yes, facebook.com forward slash xwordza. Facebook.com forward slash xword. No, it's X word Z A one. Oh, X word Z A. Yes, okay. and then if they like us uh, on the Facebook page, then um, we'll they'll be able to know when we launch the new website, which will be in in the next couple of weeks. Okay, and if there's anybody who is uh, a speaker of African languages who's got crossword puzzles popping out of their ears, they should also contact you, so we can get some of those lined up as well. We'll Fascinating, Anina Rue, Estelle Swart, thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you. Absolute pleasure. I wish you a very happy six six across or whatever it may be. www.xword.co.za. SAFM Literature, a whole lot more still to come, but right now it's two o'clock. Time for the news.